Hi, everyone, and thank you so much for choosing this Parent and Baby Brunch podcast. The day that we recorded this podcast with Lee Baker, little did we know that a week and a half later, she would pass on. We dedicate this conversation and this podcast to Lee and her family that live on. Lee has been remarkable in sharing information and educating people about their health and about vaccinations, and in this case, about flu jabs. To her family, our condolences. Again, we dedicate this podcast, May She Live On, in the legacy that she left not only for her family, but even for us here at Parent and Baby Brunch. This is a Baby Brunch Podcast. This podcast is supported by Epimax Baby and Junior. The range of Epimax Baby and Junior Gentle All-Purpose Emollient Moisturizers is an all-day, everyday favorite for babies and children. Give your child a good start to every day by nourishing and protecting their skin with Epimax. Today we're talking flu vaccines and we've got Lee Baker back. We've had the most amazing conversations about why vaccines are important and what is really in them. Lee, welcome back to Baby Brunch and a big shout out to Jacaranda FM as well as to Epimax that's helping us make uh, these beautiful videos. I'm going to jump straight into it. The flu vaccine. Some moms are saying, please get it. Others are saying, avoid. What do you as the experts say? Should we get the flu vaccine? Okay, so undoubtedly we should. And perhaps this year more than ever, because for two years we've been very fortunate and haven't had a bad flu season, um, mainly because of um, social distancing and lockdown, et cetera, et cetera, um, which has eased quite a lot now, as I'm sure you're all aware. Um, And the chances are that we will have quite a severe flu season this year. Um, We've been lucky to escape for two years, um, but I think that chances are we can have a severe one. And I know people are um, tired of vaccines as such. It's been really every single conversation, every single news report has been about having initially having your COVID vaccine, then having your second one, then having your booster, um, and COVID um, has sort of taken over, but the flu virus has not died by any means whatsoever. And the chances are now that we may be even at higher risk because of our immunity that we might have lost because we haven't been exposed. So I really um, think that this year is more important than ever before. And another thing to consider is, as you mentioned, there are new variants. And I'm sure you saw that our number of cases actually doubled from yesterday. It was about 1,400 yesterday, and it's over 2,800 today. And that's kind of what happened in November um, when the Omicron first came. And what we really don't want is to have co-infection with influenza and COVID because that makes the complications and the severity much worse. So I want to go two steps back quickly. So I mean, now, okay, so now we get the flu vaccine. We've decided we're going to do it. A lot of people are not taking it, and some in my own family, not in my household, but in my family, because when I asked them why, the commentary around the dining room table was like this. 
the one family says, no, we're not doing it because when you get the flu vaccine, you get flu anyway. So what's the use? The other family, they got flu recently. And I, I actually thought that I was very concerned because they got really ill. Now, they didn't test positive for COVID, but they had flu, but they were, they were sick. They were really sick. So it almost feels like flu has intensified. And I say this lightly, a part of me thought I'd rather have COVID now than, than flu, you know, because they were really, really ill. <laughs> so, so, I mean, yeah. with those two commentaries in mind, do you still get it? Will, will the flu vaccine give me flu? So, no, the flu vaccine can't give you flu, okay? The flu vaccines we have in South Africa are not live vaccines. They're not even the whole virus. The virus is basically being killed and then chopped up, and parts of it have been put into a vaccine. So it cannot give you flu, okay? So that, the first discussion you had, <clears throat> um, I will discuss with you in a minute about how you can have a vaccine and you still get flu. But the second story that you're telling about your um, family that got flu really badly kind of substantiates what I'm saying, is that we've lost a bit of immunity because for two years we haven't been exposed to flu at all. And so that, that just, for me, reinforces the importance of having the, the vaccine. So now I'll come to no vaccine is 100% effective. Okay. So... <clears throat> The flu vaccine is, if we're lucky, about 70% effective. It's more effective in healthy adults than in the elderly. But because flu is so bad in the elderly, it's really important that they have the vaccine anyway. But something else is that the flu vaccine that we currently have protects us against four different strains. Okay? So unlike the, the COVID that is only against basically one um, strain of virus, our flu vaccines have four strains in them, and they're pretty effective against any of those four strains, but there may be other strains of influenza around, and then they're not going to protect us against that. The other thing is that without actually having a test for influenza, you don't know that you've got influenza. You've got an influenza-like illness, but there are many different viruses that cause similar symptoms. And the flu vaccine only protects against the influenza virus. So those are reasons why people sometimes say, I still got flu. Even though I had my vaccine, I still got flu. But what I can tell you categorically is that you're better off if you've had the flu vaccine than if you decide not to have it and you get flu. The complication is you don't want flu and COVID. Absolutely not. Um, they really cause severe, complicated disease. And the treating them then becomes even more complicated um, because you now try to treat two viruses that are not exactly the same, but they can produce similar symptoms. How old should one be? Because now I'm learning about the elderly. I mean, I wasn't going to send my parents because I wasn't sure. So uh, how old should you be to, to have a, a flu vaccine? Okay. <laughs> Six months older. That is. How, how much do they give small people. babies? How much do they, of the, of the, do they give, they don't give them the whole dosage? They no. do. They do. Okay. And the first time a baby gets the vaccine, it should actually have two doses in one season, usually about a month apart, um, because that primes the immune system. 
So any child under nine years of age who is only getting the flu vaccine for the first time must have two doses at least a month apart. So why I said that from six months is because we actually recommend that everybody has the flu vaccine. Um, but there are certain high-risk groups that we try and um, push to have the vaccine. And the elderly, so over 65 years of age, because they get hospitalized more, they get more complications, and they really battle to get over flu. Some studies have shown that they lose 2 to 3% of muscle power for every one day that they embed with me. So we really do focus on those over 65. But then the next very important group is pregnant women. Because <clears throat> you can't give a vaccine to a baby before six months of age, a flu vaccine. Okay? And they are very prone to um, get those infections in the first six months. And they've done studies that show that if you give the mom the flu vaccine, not only does it give her protection, but for those first six months of the baby's life, it gives that baby protection as well. So do you remember the pandemic that we had in 2009, 2010, the H1N1 pandemic? 28% of the people who died in South Africa from that were pregnant women. So flu in a pregnant woman is pretty severe. So that's the next group that we recommend. Children. It's very difficult to um, diagnose children of flu in, in a child because their symptoms are not always the same. They have more bronchiolitis type symptoms. They have a higher fever and they're basically restless and irrit irritable. But they can't tell us about the body aches and pains, which is what we recognize when we have flu. So that's another group, young children up to five years of age is another high-risk group. And then your immunocompromised people, people who are on cancer treatment or on other immunosuppressants are also recommended, your HIV population, to have the, the flu vaccine. But if you ask me who should have it, everybody. Everyone. <laughs> so, so this is quite interesting. I mean, I, I have two more questions. I have 100, actually, but, you know, if you can see it's busy here <laughs> and I can see you're at home, but we... Lee is actually much easier to get hold of than a virologist. So the one question is virology related. How how close to a COVID top up, so COVID vaccine top up, can you have a flu vaccine or can you have the two together? Should you should you take a preference? Let's say it's time for your top up and you want to go for your third yeah. vaccine. Uh, where does the flu vaccine fit into the sequence? Yes, you can now have it at the same time. Okay. But, but have it in different arms. Um, right. So in the past, they used to say you must have two weeks between the vaccines, um, but they've done many studies overseas to show it doesn't increase your side effects. And because we're coming into our flu season and maybe getting another wave, they are recommending that you have them either together or within, in a day or two, no problem at all. They don't interfere with each other and they don't increase side effects. If baby is sick or you are ill already, do you go for a flu vaccine? You're not sure what you have. You've got a runny nose and there's a little bit of red eyes or there's some sinusitis. Do you, do you get a flu injection? I wouldn't because you don't know whether you've actually got flu. And remember that flu vaccines don't um, treat flu at all. 
they prevent flu. So if you've already got flu and you have the vaccine, it's not going to help that. And it's going to, you may feel worse. So it's, it doesn't have an impact on the vaccine itself. But we recommend that if you are ill, especially if you've got a fever, that you wait a day or two before you go and have the vaccine. Um, antibodies, antibodies. If you say something to someone, they always say antibodies. I, I want, give me, give me some of your uh, germs, saliva. Okay, no one's ever said that. But <laughs> what about okay, the antibodies? So we don't want the injection because it will, it will ruin my life. I want the antibodies. Okay, so we in this in South Africa we do not have products that have COVID antibodies or influenza antibodies. The, so the antibodies are what you build up when you have your COVID vaccine or when you have your um, influenza vaccine, and you build antibodies are very specific. Antibodies work against a specific thing. So if you have COVID antibodies, they only work against the COVID virus. And that's why we're having problems with the variants, because you have your, your COVID vaccine or you get COVID and you build up antibodies, um, but then you get COVID again. Okay, Why is that? Well, because of the variant. So the variant is slightly different. So the antibodies you had to the original variant are not going to work effectively against the new variant. Likewise with influenza, the Influenza um, antibodies that you build up only protect you against those strains of the influenza virus. And uh, unlike your measles vaccine, where you build up antibodies that are around for lifelong, they've got memory cells and they're there forever, the influenza and the COVID ones, which we're learning now, don't give you lifelong um, protection at all. And that's one of the reasons why we have a flu vaccine every year because our antibodies wane um, and we need to have another vaccine to boost it. And also often the strain has changed. So we need to have one that's going to protect against the current strain. And what they're seeing with the COVID vaccines now is that they don't last very long. As you see, we're already yeah. on our third one and maybe even our fourth one. Fourth one, yeah. Um, yeah. What do we do after you've had a flu vaccine? Do you do the home remedies and take Papa Carenza C because you might get some symptoms, go to bed with a panada, no. you know, when you sniffle, you have to <clears throat> inhale Vicks, you know, put them on your feet, wear socks at night. <laughs> um, can you tell we do online content? We've got all those remedies. <laughs> if they make you feel better, then go for it, Alana, but... It's not something you have to do after you've had the vaccine. Right. Okay. The vaccine can cause side effects um, mm. and they last a, a day or two. And you can take Panada quite safely if you have any of those. Um, you know, sometimes people get a headache. Um, the most common thing is a sore arm, you know, and in a day it's gone. So you don't have to worry about that. But some people get a headache. Some people have a few body aches the days. Then take Panada by all means. Yes, <laughs> Lee, it's always wonderful speaking to you and thanks for your your calm approach to stuff that we, you know, half of this information we forget and that's why we talk about it every year. Like last year we had you for other vaccines and now this time we, we're interested in the flu vac. So thank you so, so much for your time. 
To find out what Lee does, she educates together with the organization that she works with and helps a lot of people understand vaccines. She even gives her time. That's why she's at home today, busy educating and helping us. You can find her details right now on our blog on babybrunch.co.za. Lee, thank you so much for your time. This podcast was supported by Epimax Baby and Junior. Epimax Baby and Junior is dermatologist approved, free of artificial colorants and fragrances, and is safe to use from birth. Touch, nourish, love your child's skin with Epimax Baby and Junior. Available from leading pharmacies and retail stores.